What's going on, everybody? It's Seth here with another edition of uh, Sports Culture Podcast Fantasy Edition. I have my three friends here, AFS, Manny, and James here, to do a mock draft with me. We're going to do a 12-team mock draft PPR. We got AFS as a three spot. I'm going to start it up. Um, so McCaffrey and Derek Henry goes one and two, which is really surprising. All right, so... Jonathan, it's pretty easy, yeah. Jonathan Taylor. No, that's crazy. So, did you expect anything different, I mean, James? Um, Seth, Jonathan Taylor is your RB one, right? Yeah, he should be the consensus RB one. It's not even close. If mm-hmm. CMC could stay healthy for full seventeen, I would definitely take him one. But like the odds of him staying healthy is I, just I, so I think low. With, with stat no. out for seventeen games, yeah, I have that. CMC one. Oh, uh, James is at four. He took Najee at four. Um, My app is not working. Cup goes five. Keller goes six. Cook goes seven. What My happened? app is not working. It's not working. What is it doing? Is it like huh? not? Uh, it wasn't updated in the draft, and then when I like exited out to try to reload, I can't find it. Hold on, give me one second. All right, but yeah, if if I like like stagging them out, I probably have. I haven't started out running backs yet, but I probably have CMC okay, at good. one, stagging them out full seventeen games. But I wouldn't take him at 101. I would take Johnson Taylor. Yes, we got, I mean, we got the f- top seven running backs Taylor up right now. Number one. You think I Jonathan Taylor is still number one? Yes. Yeah, like I see people saying like he's not going to replicate last year, but like you're just taking him for safety. He's yeah. by far the safest option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely I, would, I would take him 101. He's talented. He's going to get volume. He hasn't shown any injury risk. And even though he's like, been a heavy volume guy his entire career. He's still really young, so I'm not worried about um, that toll yet. Yeah. Um, let's see. And I definitely I was don't hoping see for a running back first pick, but seven have already gone, so I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson here. All right, that's my clear wide receiver, too. So. Team 9 takes Chase. Team 10 takes Adams. Team 11 takes Travis Kelsey. Um, so I'm here, in my opinion, the worst spot in the draft um, at the back. Sure. options, I'm going to take Mixon here. I, think I agree with that. He was running back four last year. I think he's going to go down a little bit, but I think it's still going to be a probably a top seven option at running back. All right, if you don't go this guy right here, I'm going to punch I think he's pretty sick, pretty safe. You better go him. I swear to God, if you don't. Is it? Okay, are you thinking of a wide receiver or a running back here? Cause I'm running back. Definitely. Oh, it's a running back. Interesting. So I'm torn between a wide receiver and a running back here. The problem is I don't want to – you know what? I'm going to go double RB just because um, they might go. Oh, my Josh on that early. Ooh. Um, I, you, you're probably thinking of Kamara, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No. I feel like he's going to get suspended. I think he's yeah, going to get suspended for six games. So. He's going to get suspended. Chubb, interesting. Um, I'm also not taking Chubb here. This guy, gonna be a reach according to his ADP. I fully expect his ADP to be early second by draft season. Um, it's my running back eight being really slept on. Aaron Jones. He's been a monster in every game Devontae Adams has not played over the past couple years. I I see no reason for that. Everybody hates me for it, but I'm anti-Aaron Jones, even this year. Yeah. He's just too boom-bust for me. Way too boom-bust for me. He's boom-bust on a weekly basis, but... At this value of like what oh, running right. back nine Never we're mind. looking at, yeah, I'm taking that all day. This is easy. Yeah, that's a good pick there. Debo at two point nine. Yep, I agree with that. <clears throat> so I'm just gonna I go through. Debo, my yeah. first pick in the dynasty draft is a money league. I got uh, Debo, and then I got wait, no, I got Chase with my first round pick. And then I got Debo in the second, and then I got Deontay in the third. That's an amazing wide receiver core right there. Yeah. 
for Dynasty. And my running match is uh, Brees Hall and J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. I'm like going young. That that's I mean that's a good core for Dynasty. Yeah, I'm just hoping they reach their potential. I'm just gonna go through um the auto picks in a second here. John Josh Allen went two point two. Um, Mark Andrews two point three. Stefan Diggs at two point four. Manny went Aaron Jones at 2.5, Tiger Crow at 2.6, Chubb at 2.7, Kamara at 2.8, James went Debo at 2.9, uh, AFS just took Keenan Allen at 2.10. I think that's a pretty solid pick. Um, CD Lamb went 2.11. I don't really like that pick. He's safe. I don't like any of the options. Yeah, I took him for safety. And then I was just banking on a few options around the turn. And then I just. Went with uh, Deontay Johnson, which is one of them, which I feel like is another favorite. Uh, like a, they're like a decent. He's like uh, leaves you with a high end wide receiver two, a low end wide receiver one, but a safe guy. Yeah, that gets a lot of receptions. All right, All right guys. CD Lamb goes right after time. you. Um, then Javante, Mike Evans starts off the third round. I would have considered Mike Evans there just because Godwin is going to be gone. And I then, would have taken Evans personally. Uh, he was my highest receiver left on the board. Um, then Lamb close behind. I think Evans is so consistently produced. I'm not big on him as a player, but he's such a reliable option for fantasy. And yeah, with Brady, with, with being Godwin gone. Yeah. gone for maybe let's say half the season, um, with Gronk maybe not coming back, he's just gonna get great volume and he's gonna make the most of it. So yeah, I like him for I have him, this year. I have him over Tyreek Hill, um, who went. Oh my gosh, James. halfway in a second. Yeah. James went Zeke at 3.4, which Zeke, I, I just... not surprising. I, I, that's the um, first pick. Really don't like the spot here. So, AJ Brown 3.2. Zeke, I think, is... I'm, no, I'm not alone here. He's going to probably be a major underperformer this year. Um, I don't know. I, I think I, Zeke would be good fantasy this year. I just, I, he wasn't... He was subpar last year. He's getting older. He was number six last year. Yeah, but he fell off so hard. He fell off. Yeah. Hey, that's because he got hurt. All right. I'm hoping he doesn't get hurt. So. And that's something that happens with age. Shut up. All right. I think Pollard is just going to eat into that workload. Yeah. So Saquon at three point five. I have a plan. Pitts at three point six. Kiddo at three point seven. And Manny's up at three point eight. Yeah, I'm looking at Amari Cooper here. Um, if Watson, by some miracle, did play the full 17-game season, I see Cooper That's finishing a top eight as a lock. Um, That's a wide receiver one. If, even if does, even so, the the main thing I'm worried about is if Watson is suspended for a long period of time. I'm not confident in Baker playing, and even if he does, we saw like how OBJ's production suffered. Obviously, Mark Cooper right now at this point in OBJ's career is a much better receiver. Um, but I just. Without Watson there, I just can't trust him. Um, I'm honestly, I'm actually gonna go DJ Moore here, which I feel like is a bit of a reach, but I think he's my best option. It's a reach, uh, but I understand. So talented, that. and I personally I just trust his volume, even though I don't trust really the quarterback like DJ play. Moore, yeah, volume is there. Uh, high reception numbers. He's really the only guy in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this spot, I would be looking at Deontay Johnson most of the time. Um, very high on him compared to consensus, but obviously Travis, he took him, so he was not there. Um, man, I was hoping a better wide receiver would be here. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm just gonna go my boy Terry McLaurin. I think he still has wide receiver one upside, and I think it'll be a high <laughs> wide receiver too. And I'm gonna take my third running back here. I'm between two right now. Just because of the pure volume that he's going to have, and this guy was a running back five last year with that volume that he had on the Cardinals offense. Williams. I'm going to go James Conner here. Yeah. Oh, shit. I think Conner's yeah. probably the most underrated running back right now. Yeah, for fantasy, yeah. I, I think early on he was the most overrated because he was like super touchdown dependent. And now if he's going in the fourth round, that's just tremendous volume. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, in the back of the third, he's a – Lock pick right there. Uh, this is this is a lock in for me here too. Also tremendous volume, really talented. Um, 
Mulek offense this year with a new coach. Uh, I think last year was his floor, which is not far off of where I'm taking him. I'm going Dave Montgomery. I think yeah, he has that's oh, easily the upside face. to be top five again, like he was two years ago. I was between Connor um, and Montgomery. Yep. So we'll see if that works out. Uh, I'd I'd personally be taking Monty in the probably mid third. So in the mid fourth, I'm taking that all day. Yeah, he's he's so undervalued for fantasy this year. I don't I don't get it. But uh, oh. <clears throat> so Acres went four point two right after me, which I I hate for fantasy this year. I just don't think he's a good player, um, especially that, yeah, that Achilles injury. All right, I'm gonna take another risk. You guys ready? Yep. Travis Etienne. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Interesting. I, I think it could be a good pick for the back half of the year. I think he's going to have to share with Michael Carter for the first half, but for the back half, I like that. Yeah. He's not I don't see Carter really cut it in too much. Um, Carter's I, just like... I just think for the first As much half as I love him as a player, he's too small to be much more than a third down back. Um, yeah. Which is the reason they took Hall in the very early second traded up for him. I definitely see him as a third down back. Uh, I think... Eventually, with an improved passing game, hopefully, with an improved offensive line, hopefully, um, I really like their coaching right now. I could easily see him having uh, running back one rookie season. Honestly, we'll see. So uh, Higgins went four point three, Herbert at four point four, Manny went Montgomery at four point five, Jacobs at four point six, Dobbins at four point seven, Waller at four point eight, then James just took Brees Hall. AFS is up at four point ten. There's a guy sitting here that I think. Everyone's overlooking, and he had a, a DK. tremendously productive season last year. And I don't think he's going to fall if like Waddle. people expect him to. Jalen Waddle, I should like that pick. I don't think Tyreek Hill is going to cut in like everyone's talking about. I mean, he'll get his uh, Tua will hit him in the slot again. Um, just a tremendous receiver, and I mean, there's no reason that. We've seen it time and time again. Two wide receivers can be supported with big fantasy numbers in the fourth round. I see that as amazing value. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, I'd be taking Waddle in the second round easily if the tire kill trade never happened. Yeah. Um, I do think it is yeah. going to harm his production a little bit, but probably barely. Uh, if anything, it'll take defensive focuses off focus off him, and I see him being you know like the screen guy, the slot guy over Hill still. Um, so I think his volume is going to be really reliable. And then if Tua can take that step and have the deep ball to stretch the field with both him and Hill, you know we could easily see both of them as wide receiver ones. So the quarterbacks quarterbacks started rolling at the four or five turn. As Metcalf, yep. Lamar, Judy, and Kyler just went AFS is back on the clock. At Love 5. Judy. 3. I'm yeah. I'm so high on Judy. Yeah, this I'm high year. on him this year too. I haven't been. A couple of dynasty leagues, and I'm really yep. happy about that. Wilson is literally what he. Needs. Um, I've missed out on really yeah. all the running backs, right here. So, I think right. I'm gonna take. There's still one I really The best like. option. Mm. I would have gone someone else over him. I would have gone another year two guy. Over I him. think I would have gone. Yeah. Harris. I mean, I was between a few guys. None of them like they they all at this point all your running backs have some issue. Yeah, and we saw Mitchell pretty productive. I mean, that's a good system for running backs, which is what you're banking on. If he stays healthy, which is a big if, he'll put up good numbers, but it's a pretty major risk. I, yeah, I, I, I don't hate Mitchell at, in the early fifth. I just just hate the 49ers backfield. Yeah, that's my issue. Um, we haven't seen a running back since Shanahan got there. We haven't seen them have the same workhorse in two exactly. straight years. Um, I think he's relatively talented. I don't think he's especially talented. I think he was the best running back on the team next year, so he got the most reps when he played, and the system just made him so good. You know, if he can retain that role, I definitely see him uh, exceeding that value. But I could also see him falling completely into relevancy, which I personally would yeah. not be taking him this early. Um, I wouldn't really call it a reach necessarily. I think earlier would be, but um, it's one of the riskier picks here. I would say. Yeah, agreed. Taking another risk here. Okay. Interesting. So Godwin is the fifth for James. Um, he's probably going to be a, at least a high end wide receiver too once he returns. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a that's a fine pick in my opinion. Yep. Um, Cooper so had, I, went right after him. Then Burrow. Then Ceh, which I hate that pick by the team seven. So I had two guys I was looking at here. Ceh was actually one of them. Really? I don't know if you guys knew that. 
he had like some serious medical issues last year and lost about 50 yeah, pounds. Yeah, he had food poisoning something um, like that, right? That was um, Mims. I don't know exactly what CH's issue was, but he was down to... 160, I, I like think it was. It might have been 160. It might have been even lower. Um, you know, and at like 5'7", that's like not far off of my weight, and I'm like a relatively skinny guy. Yeah. Um, so I don't love his talent. I don't think he's especially talented. But I think he's much better than what we've seen so far. Um, and, but I'm going to go with someone else. Obviously, he's not here. Uh, I think he's being slept on. I seriously consider him over Montgomery, my last pick. Um, he is coming off an Achilles injury, Travis Etienne. Oh, my God. I um, love that pick. I was, I was like, is he seriously going to fall to me? He's had, he's had so much time to recover. It was before last season when he was hurt. So he's going to have a full year off. Um <laughs> You know, we saw how talented he was at Clemson. He was, it wasn't you know, easily the best either. receiving back ACL. there. It was, was it ACL? You're right. Yeah. It, was, it was ACL, so, so even not better. as bad. Um, you know, he has a clear backfield now with James Robinson out for most likely the year, at least most of it. Um, I trust their coaching staff significantly more this year. I think the offense will take a step forward as a whole. I just I don't see any way where he underperforms his ADP. I, I think this is his absolute bottom line for I think his upside is tremendous. So yeah, I'm, um, I, I love if that he's thing. there as a flex option, taking that all day. I'm, I would go ETN early fourth. So I love yeah, that absolutely pick. agree. Um, so Sanders went I would, right after you, then Pittman, then Michael Thomas. So uh, I'm here. I really hope plays. Um, man, I want to go wide receiver, but I was hoping Pittman was gonna fall to me. There's a guy here that yeah. I'm low on compared to everybody else, but I think I might just take him anyways. I see a couple wide receivers. I'm, that I'm between are, two uh, right now. All values. This is tough. This is a tough spot. I really hate this spot. I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go Marquise Brown here at five point twelve, just because. I like it. Just because D Hop is gonna be out for six, the first six games, I think he's gonna be a wide receiver one for the first six weeks, and then I don't know a wide receiver one, but I can see it, um, especially if you know Kyler can I think put together more consistent for, passing. For the first six weeks, then he's gonna be more like a top twenty guy for the rest of the year. Yeah, I would say probably mid wide receiver two to start, and then I can see that. Yeah, low wide receiver two, high flex for the rest of the year. Um, he did definitely take a big step forward last year, so that was promising. Yeah, but, um, he's still gonna be inconsistent. Kyler's inconsistent. I think Cliff is inconsistent. So just all three of those people being inconsistent is a bit of a concern for me. But you know, I think that's why he's going here when his production was so high last year. Yeah, and then so I think, man, I want to go this. So I'm going to go another wide receiver here that I'm much lower on than a lot of other people, but I think this is a fine spot for him. Um, so Corlin Sutton, the 6.01. I, I, a lot of people are having him in the top 15, and I don't see him there, but I think he can be a wide receiver too with Russ. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with that. I mean, he's we've seen him have a tremendous season four. With, like, Drew Locke, yeah. With, yeah. And he's also been outperforming Jerry Judy and is going uh, after him in every draft. So I think he's easily the better value in that uh, receiving group. Yeah, so... I, I wouldn't necessarily say he was outperforming Judy at I, any point. I, I think Judy is a better talent. From a fantasy perspective. Yeah, sure, from a fantasy perspective, yeah. He had more boom games last year, but he had... He pretty much fell into complete relevancy. He was averaging like, yeah, he was averaging like so, seven points per game. I think point. Judy, like Judy, is someone that we keep expecting more from than we are getting. Mm-hmm. Um, so this pick here, again, going to be a reach on the current ADP, but I don't care. I think he's being ridiculously undervalued. Brandon Cooks, amazing yeah. pick. I, I almost want him. I almost want him over Sun. Yeah. Amazing talent, well, amazing pushing. He's very talented. Um, there's no competition in that Texans wide receiver room. There's absolutely none. Um, you know, Davis Mills has shown he can be serviceable at a minimum. 
Um, and like he was a wide receiver two last year and is going around a wide receiver four this year when really nothing about his situation has yeah. changed. And he's not old or anything like that. Um, I, I think just the fact that he's on the Texans has scared people off, which I think is a valid concern, but not enough to not take him here. Yeah, I'm honestly regretting not going him 6.1. He's, a, in my opinion, he's a top 20 wide receiver in real life. Yep. Easily. I agree with that. And he's going to have like a 30% target share again. So, yep. I do also have Sutton over Cooks, um, for what it's worth. But I think just because of the upside. Is, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, need to go an upside I think he's a better player. Um, but Sutton, if he can return to what year was that, 2019, whatever his peak year was with Russell Wilson, um, going to be a great, great pick. Yeah. So, A Rob went 6.2 after me. Ken, Kenneth Walker, 6.3, which I really like. I think he can be the workhorse as soon as this year in the Seattle backfield. Um, Schultz, 6.4. Then Manny went Cooks at 6.5. Amon Ross St. Brown at 6.6. Damon Harris, 6.7. D Hop at 6.8. And James is here at 6.9. And he goes to Devontae Smith. Pretty solid I like that pick. pick. There. Um, I don't see. Undervalued. I think. Yeah, I don't see AJ Brown cutting this production nearly as much as yeah. others do. I think this creates more targets for Smith, to be honest. Yeah, AJ Brown is isn't a volume guy either. He's a big play kind of guy. So yeah. AFS up at six point ten. I'm really loving my last three picks. He's someone I also undervalued. He's, I mean, he was like, wasn't he a high-end RB2 before he got injured last year? Yeah. Um, I, at least, maybe even, I think he, maybe top 12. usually been a low-end RB2, like a mid, like a 20-ish, I think, with uh, on the Browns. Which is like, it's pretty valuable for where he usually goes, because no one wants to draft a RB2 on a team, uh... In this range, in the range he usually goes. So yeah, I, but I love him there. I I've been and snagging him in drafts because he's such a value. If Chubb goes down, he skyrockets. Exactly, he's a top five R- R- RB probably if Chubb goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Williams goes. Down. I would say he's a must own for Chubb owners. Honestly, this year, you can start both of them comfortably at the same time. I would oh, say. Yeah. yeah. And you know he's the ultimate handcuff if Chubb were to the, miss any time. The Chubb owner team six should have got him over Damian Harris at six point seven. That's for sure. I hate, Absolutely, I hate Damian Harris for fantasy this year. Um, TJ Hawkinson went six point twelve. Andrew Dillon started off the seventh round. Then Goddard at seven point two. AFS back up at seven point three. There's a wide receiver I want to take here, but I think I'd rather lock up my tight end and. Go with Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, interesting. I think this year he, I mean, when he was on the Cardinals, he had put up some very good numbers. Yeah, he was like a top five tight end when he was on the Cardinals. And with D Hop out, he should be a touchdown machine. I think he'll probably fin. He'll should easily finish top six. Um, I'd probably take him over Goddard. I'd probably take him over Schultz, who both went before him. Yeah, pe- oh, pe- with, uh, pe- people are overlooking the um, the rookie time. Why am I blanking on his name? Um, Trey Trey McBride. People are overlooking that. He's Trey McBride isn't going to get a ton of snaps this year. Oh Damn. man, I thought he was going to fall to seven point twelve. Uh, James goes Russ. Russell Wilson. Yeah, I wanted to get Sutton Russ stack. Rest I would shouldn't have talked about him before. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all high on anyways. I'm really high on him. Um, Hertz at this point, I'm definitely six. waiting on QB. Bateman. The frustrating thing six. about doing mocks with autos is that there's a good chance we see ridiculously high picks when on QB2s and tight end 2s. Yeah. That, that's could be an issue. Thing. When you're doing um, it with like full people, quarterbacks usually fall more. Yeah. So... Let's see. I don't even know who I'm looking at here. London goes seven point seven. Um, kind of wanted to go running back here, but I'm just not seeing the value. Um, I could go my top tight ends, but also just not seeing the value. So I think, I think I'm gonna go a combination of youth and upside. 
and the fact that his last year's production is significantly Rogers. better. No, not Rodgers. He's an offside. <laughs> last year's production is significantly better than where he's been drafted. I'm going to go Darnell Mooney here. Yeah. Um, I, could, I could see him busting pretty badly. Um, his just, target share is just going to be so good. Though. I don't. I don't view him as a wide receiver one talent-wise, which is where he's at in Chicago's offense right now. Um, and then you know, everything about Chicago's offense outside of Montgomery, I just absolutely want to stay away from. But he was a wide receiver two last year. Um, he is going to have a ridiculous target share. I see Fields taking a pretty significant step forward, hoping that he'll continue to improve um, Mooney. So we'll yep, see. I agree with that. Um, could easily see him being you know, a league winner this late. Yeah, I mean, when you're this late, if you can draft someone that's a wide receiver one, gets a lot of targets, gets a lot of receptions, that can be enough to be a flex, be a valuable bi-week fill-in. Yeah, I still kind of wish I never traded uh, Mooney to you in Dynasty, because I think he's still going to be good for this year. But what did I get for him? I got a first. It was a first. I think it was a late first. A first in Corey Davis, yeah. Corey Davis doesn't have much value, but... I'm good with that trade for myself. Um, There's so much more wide receiver depth this year than yeah. any other position. Yeah, Tight end depth sucks. And running back depth is not great. Right so. Um, so Burks went right after you. Adam Thielen at 7.10 and Garrett Wilson at 7.11. I'm going to go there with Jets wide receiver who I think is going to be better for fantasy this year than Garrett Wilson. I'm going to go Elijah Moore. I think he's a steal in drafts at his ADP this yep. year. Absolutely agree. Um, and then... I really don't want to take another wide receiver here, but I think I might because there's someone else I really like here. Hmm. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and hog wide receivers here, and I'm gonna go another high upside guy in Juju. Oh. And that, yeah. that Chiefs offense, I think he has very good upside. That's a great pick. People forgot how explosive he is. Yeah, people like to just get high on the rookies. I think a lot of people are just talking about Sky Moore and kind of forgetting about Juju. Yeah, and when he was, um, and he even when he had his you know down years in Pittsburgh, he was still a pretty good fantasy receiver. He was still a lot like a wide receiver too. Yeah. Um. So Cordero goes right after me. Then Singletary at eight point three, Renfro eight point four, and Manny back on the clock at eight point five. Yep. Um, at this point, I think I can't afford to not go tight end. I'm seeing so many wide receivers I like, you know, even into the next like multiple rounds, um, and I don't see a running back that really catches my eye. Um, so I'm gonna go Dawson Knox, who I honestly really don't oh like, my God. Oh my God. but I can't. he. <laughs> he just has to be the pick here. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, you know he is. He is reliant on touchdowns like entirely, but yeah. I don't see yeah, a don't reason like why that's going to change this year. He is our most talented red zone threat. Um, he took a big step forward last year. Allen is going to continue to love him. Um, I, I I could see his touchdowns decreasing just from the fact that I don't think his production was necessarily sustainable ne- uh, last year. But I, I think he only gets better moving forward. Um, so we'll see. I, I don't love him as my tight end one, but the only option this late, I would say. Dak goes right after you, then Lockett, then Brandon Ayuk, and James on the clock at 8.9. I'm going to go with this guy because I think with added weapons, there's going to be more like, opportunities for him. And he was the number 12 tight end last year, too. So I think he could be more consistent this year. I'm going to go with Gusecki. You know, I'm not a fan of Gusecki just because it's such a crowded receiving room. Mm-hmm. Um, My other main I, issue with him is he's such a liability as a blocker that it's just going to limit his snap count. Yes, um, so I'm not a huge fan of that pick, but so he, he could he's probably going to be a tight end one still. So I think he's my top tight end available, and I think we're at the point where you just got to go with that. So I respect yeah. the pick. Yeah. There's, I'm there's, just going for potential, to be honest. Yeah, so, I hate it. I'm going to take this guy because um, he could potentially, if someone gets injured, be in for some big weeks or maybe, you know, carve his way into some work. And 
now uh, maybe James is going to take him, and now he can't take him. Oh, I like that pick. Tony Pollard. You mother. <laughs> right, yeah, see, that's, that's why I took him. That's why I took yeah, him. Yeah, he's probably the best cuff. And yeah, I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna carve into Zeke's workload. That's literally like if Pollard starts, that's a top ten running back right there. Very well, could be. He was. He was. He's been very good when he started in Zeke's absences. So yeah, um, Edmonds goes right um, for you. Then Alave, Woods, and Gabriel Davis. I love that Edmonds pick. Um, I'm a big oh, yeah. fan of his talent, and he's a starting running back. He's the only starting running back that's still left here. Um, I think he's being pretty undervalued. I think it's ridiculous he's going under guys like you know Devin Singletary, AJ Dillon, even. Singletary um, was like it, that was yeah. bad. Yeah, I, I almost went um, Edmonds at the seven eight turn, but yeah, I wanted. To I think you got too up, much value. The receivers, wide receiver, yeah. I am glad to say I have Edmonds pick. In our dynasty league, what? I have Edmonds in our dynasty league. Yeah, he's your. I'm gonna go with a solid year this year. Yeah, there's a lot of guys who can make playoffs in dynasty this year. It's gonna be a tight race, just like mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, I really need. So, uh, Michael I'm Thomas pretty torn that. between two guys. Um, I kind of view them like pretty equally. I haven't made up any rankings yet i think i'm just gonna i think i'm gonna pick this the less popular one and probably the one that is probably more consistent that's, effort. that's a solid pick yeah i like um it. this is usually around where i lock up my quarterback usually nine rounds nine eight i think you know stafford and we saw it last year with cup he was quarterback five it last should be year, I think, more the same um Around the quarterback, yeah, quarterback six. Mm-hmm. I think he's easily the best one available. So James on the clock at nine point four. Tough spot. Um. Fuck. Let's see. You know what? James Williams. I mean, he—he's probably not going to be too valuable for redraft, oh, just because of his injury. But that's why he's going to be on the bench until later on the season. Yeah, he's an upside pick at the back half of the year. Yeah. Oof. So it's um, that's the uh, the rookie pick where you hope they end up being like Justin Jefferson or. Yep. Yeah. So quarterbacks are getting dry now as Rodgers and Brady just went along yep. with James and Cook. Both of them went as backups, which is exactly what I was talking about with the issue of yeah. CPUs. Um, Brady back-to-back picks. Yeah, which is unfortunate because I was counting on one of them here. I think there's a pretty big drop-off after them. Yeah, I was going to get one. I see, I see one guy that's... I think there's, we'll have a solid season. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, I think I have to guy. take him just to lock him up. I know. And um, I was hoping he was going to fall to 9.12, so my quarterback... Well, I actually see stop. two. I'm not sure if this is the one you guys are talking about, but I'm going Derek Carr. Yeah, um, that's, what was, that's, what that's what I was talking about. I, was talking about. So, I mean, he was... So Penny, Spiller, and Furmouth goes next. Um, so I'm going to go my I don't guy. Know if Cousins. Trey Lance, Trey Lance yep, interesting. Yeah, um, Trey Lance, way too risky for a QB one. I for think me. has very weird hype around him mm-hmm. that I don't quite understand. Everyone's just kind of gotten in their head that Lance is a lot better than he is when he hasn't played a snap. I, I mean, mean he's, he's, he's started, just he started the two games last year and he was the quarterback I'm, one. Okay, of those games. my bad. He's played a snap, but he hasn't consistently he was, played for a full yeah. season and. He was a QB one entirely off his rushing, um, and I don't think his rushing production of those, over those two games is at all sustainable for a full season. Um, he's incredibly talented. I was super high on him coming out of the draft, but you know, based on what we've seen and based on reports out of the Niners building, I just don't think he's progressed much. Definitely not enough to be who they envisioned him being yet when they drafted him. 
Um, I don't think he's better than Jimmy yet, which is kind of crazy to say because, I mean, you guys know how low I am on Jimmy G. Um, I just, you know, unbelievable upside, but the odds that he has, like, in Mahomes-type season, year two, first time starting, it's just so low. I I see it being so likely, so much more likely that he just does nothing. I I, I agree, but I do think if he starts, he'll be a top-10 option. We'll see. I agree. Um, I mean, we saw Jalen Hurts as like a top twelve quarterback, even when he was not particularly impressive um, in terms of real life talent. And I think they're kind of similar players when it comes to fantasy. But just such a risk. I don't want him as my starting QB flat out. Um, even if I understand, you know, I'm the last one to take one. But since I did take him, though, I am going to actually get quarterback again here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just for a safer guy. Yep, yep. Yeah. I was going to go tight end, but there's literally no tight ends available left, really. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to take any questions, too, just to make sure you have a quarterback. Yeah, I, I really hate going quarterback back-to-back, but um, since I was the last one to take a starting quarterback and I went a risky option, Cousins, I think, was a good route in the 10th. So mm-hmm. Lazard goes next, along with Gordon and Michael Carter, and Manny's back in the clock at 10.5. I mean, yep. Cousins is someone you know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah, you can. He's probably going to be around the quarterback twelve. So he'll get like seventeen, eighteen points again. There's no upside, but very reliable backup. Exactly. So there's two running backs that I'm looking at here. Um, I was really hoping Melvin Gordon was going to fall to this pick. Yeah, that would have been a good. Pick um, I don't really see his workload falling much, if at all, from last year. And there's a low end running back too. Uh, he's not going to be consistent. He's not going to be very good. But, you know, he can be a weekly fill-in, which in the 10th round is incredible value. Um, but he went two picks for me, as did Michael Carter, who is going to be my second option. Um, so I'm looking at two rookies. I still haven't made up my mind. Um, both of them were mid to late round picks, but both of them have pretty incredible opportunity um, in the rookie season. Pierce is one of them. Yeah, I almost went, uh, I almost mm-hmm. went quarter and Pierce at 10.1. I think... I think I'm going to go with Pierce. I think he's more talented than the other guy I was looking at. Um, the yeah. Marlon Mack sign recently makes the backfield a little bit more muddy, but uh, I think the Pierce is a better player. Isn't good, and, and he's coming off an Achilles yeah. injury, so I'm not worried about Mack. That's a good player. Well, I think the injury was... He, he played like all of last season after that injury, Yeah, but um, he if I remember correctly, but he's not very good. Uh, so right. we'll see. I'm going to go off potential here. Playable Stevenson, J Rob goes after you, and James is about to pick Tua in the 10th. I mean, he has the upside. Yeah. But. I think if he can do well with those weapons, then he'll be dropping a good amount of points. So I'm going to go with. That's an amazing Christian Watson. Oh my gosh. I I think. I was going to go him 10.1. For Rodgers' potential wide receiver one, I mean, you're not paying a lot of a high price in the 10th round, and the reward could be huge. Christian Watson and Traylon Burks are two of the wide receivers I think can finish as top 24 guys in their rookie year. So I I love that pick. So then... Watson goes after you, um, along with Tony Gallup and Hunter yep. Henry. So AFS back on the clock at eleven point three. I really like that Watson pick this late. Um, yeah, he's as his QB two just off that upside. He would have been my next pick if he was there. Um, yeah, he's played the going game, with Kyler is a little bit interesting. Um, but you know, worst case scenario, if he doesn't get suspended, then you have him as you know straight value. Exactly. So yeah, it's starting to dry up a lot here. Yep. Yeah, there's really uh, not much left, so I'm probably just going to take another wide receiver who pretty reliable, I'd say. Um, usually flies under the radar. Even though, despite being wide receiver three, someone gets hurt, uh, Tyler Boyd can usually put up pretty good numbers. 
And he's mm-hmm. a pretty reliable wide receiver through fantasy, too. So. Nothing spectacular, but... I wouldn't say that. He His production fell off a lot last year. Um, I think he's a fine desperation start, but nothing more as long as Higgins and Chase yeah, are both I'm, in play. Reliable's probably not the right word, but yeah, need someone for a bye week. Yeah. Um, throwing Tyler Boyd. I mean, despite... Yeah. As far as wide receivers threes go, he's pretty um, incredible, but... And he may have a good week every once in a while, but... Yep. And it, he's so much get... more talented than that spot, which is unfortunate for him, but yeah. there's just too many mouths to feed there. All right, I'm going to take another potential pick. I think, like, this could be one of the Justin Jefferson picks. Sky Moore. I already know it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That would have been next In the pick. 11th round, that's a really good pick. Like, he's going to be on the bench, so if he, like, just booms or, you know, fucking explodes. He, he can easily be a guy that gets, like, six targets a week from Pat, Patrick Mahomes. So, I like that pick. Um, Ronald Jones, Earth Smith, and Gronk goes after you. Uh, Manny's back on the clock at 11.8. Mm. I was frankly banking on more a little bit to be here. This is unfortunate. I mean, there's still um, there's still Pickens. Pickens is not going to be good. I think I'm, I'm going to go place. the other running back that I was considering at my last pick. I want to go with Tyler Algier. This is um, pick. I do think he's being overvalued, but in the 11th round, that's a fine pick. That's my running back five. You know, there's no expectations yeah. there. He has an opportunity to be, you know, the number one runner in that backfield. Um, you know, Patterson will obviously dominate kind of the Swiss Army knife role. Um, and, you know, with Marcus Mariota, I see the offense and Arthur Smith, the offense being pretty rushing heavy. Um, Mike Davis is gone now. Um, so we'll see. I'd say more likely than not, he doesn't do anything, but small chance he can yeah, be he a startable option. So Alberto, Galladay, and Kirk. Christian Kirk goes right after you. I'm back on the clock, 11.12. Um, I'm going to go Drell Henderson here because I think if Cam Akers sucks, which I think he very well might, um, I think Henderson will get put into the starting position. And I think he's going to be the 1B anyways. Henderson, when he played, he was a really good fantasy running back. Yeah. I even if both of them are healthy and both of them play, I don't see much fantasy difference. Yeah, I think Akers is being unbelievably overvalued right now. Um, you know, there's running backs. I would take Chase Edmonds over him, who went in round eight. Yeah, um, just, Akers um, in early round four. And if I just a- I don't Akers, understand the hype. If Akers is averaging like two yards per carry and it just sucks like he did in the playoffs last year. Sean McVay, yeah. he can't keep on playing that throughout the whole season. Yeah. He's going to pull you know, at some point. He he was off an Achilles injury. He didn't look particularly good. Um, he has competition there. And I never understood the hype before he got hurt, you know, coming into last fantasy season. He wasn't particularly good his rookie season. Um, he, he had, had those, a few, like, he had those three productive games, games yeah. but even those... Volume and touchdowns that are not sustainable. He wasn't particularly efficient at any point. He's never looked special i just don't think he's a very talented player yeah i agree he's so overrated. so henderson in the late 11th is a steal in my opinion um so i just realized i don't have a tight end because i kind of punted it so i'm just gonna go i mean i'm between two guys he's probably not gonna be anything but he's at least probably the second option in the offense so i'm gonna go cold from that here um, so Jahan Dotson and Russell Gage and Rashad White go right after me. Um, Russell Gage is a really good pick in the twelfth, just because Godwin yeah, so, for a, while, he, a little bit. I probably would have uh, taken him over Boyd, but I, I missed him and uh, noticed him after my pick. Yeah, Gage and Dotson in that order were the two guys I was looking at here. Apparently, so Dotson really has been as a Commanders fan. Um, apparently, Dotson has been. Um, Balling and OTAs. So. I think he's a shoo-in for the wide receiver two spot, you know, and I don't really trust that offense to do much, but I love his talent. And just being a wide receiver two 
in general, I feel like should put you higher than where he's being drafted right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we'll it's probably an average offense, but it can be better than we think it'll be. Um, Dawson, mm-hmm. can, Dawson can elevate it, possibly. I think Terry yeah. and Dawson is going to be a solid wide receiver, yeah. Um, so again, really not seeing any wide receivers that really stand out to me here. Um, so I'm going to double up on tight ends because I really just don't trust Knox enough to not get a good security blanket here. Um, so this is an upside pick. I'm going to Joku. Um, yeah, good upside If Watson can play, even if he doesn't, you know, Hooper's gone. Uh, they just paid him big money. They have a lot of faith in him really stepping into that kind of premier tight end role. I'm not entirely sure if that's going to happen. I don't think many people are confident in that as the fact that he's going this late. But the upside for round 12, absolutely taking that. Yeah, he's uh he can he can be good for fantasy if they actually use him. Um and they haven't for the past what three years that he's been in the NFL. Four years. Mm-hmm. But I think four at this point. But it looks like they might be trusting him a little bit more, so we'll mm-hmm. see. He he can definitely he can be a it's not super hard to be a top six tight end in fantasy, yeah. so he could be a top six tight end if I mean, he, yeah, Dawson if he Knox, out. Like you're talking about he's tight end seven, I think. Yeah, and um, he had yeah tight end eight in PPR and, and he wasn't missed super good. He missed three games, had you know multiple bus game weeks. Yeah, um, so the the bar isn't very high. Yeah, I mean if they can score a decent amount of touchdowns, and in the Browns' offense, I mean you don't have a lot of competition right now. Yeah, for those passing uh touchdowns. So uh, the first kicker goes off the board by uh, auto pick uh, after Manny Harrison Butker, and then Justin that's Fields, hilariously and Alexander early. Madison. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And then James is on the clock, twelve point nine. Alexander Madison was really good pick in the twelfth round. I'm worried about this, but I I love this man too much, so I'm gonna get him. My goat, Interesting. JD McKissick. That's actually that actually could end up being a solid pick. I mean, J.D. McKissick yeah, has been a running back, too, the past two years. I, I do think he's going to not get... I think he's, his passing work is going to go a little bit down. I think Gibson is going to get a little bit more passing work this year, or receiving work. I mean, we say that about Gibson every year, and it hasn't happened yet. I, I think it really um, is going to happen, because at the end of the we'll year, see. at the end of the year last year, he got more receiving work, and that was with J.D. McKissick healthy. So I do and think he's going to a little bit more. They brought Brian Robinson. I don't want to talk about definitely Brian not going to take any, definitely not going to take any receiving work. But they could be more confident leaving Gibson on the field more for yeah. you know passing down situations because he won't be on the field as much. Yeah, I think it's um, going to be as an early down Brian Robinson as like the Peyton Barber twenty twenty role, which is just goal line. He's going to get like ninety carries, and then mm-hmm. I think Gibson will be the first down, second down. Um, guy, and then I think him and JD McKissick are going to split third and long and receiving work. So, right now, there's one running back that stands out to me um, that actually would have a uh, chance to do something this year. That's Kenneth a good pick. Gainwell. That is a really good pick. I think at some points this year he looked easily better than Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders just was not impressive last year, and if that continues into next year, I could see him significantly cutting into the workload, especially in the receiving game. I mean, we already saw that last it year. It was it was so weird because Kenneth Gainwell was a clear like one B or I guess backup to Miles Sanders, and then once Miles Sanders got hurt, it was um, Boston Scott and Jordan Howard over Kenneth ready? Gainwell for no reason. Didn't Jay Hockey have a few games too, or was that last, last year? year or the year before? That was, like, that was like that was like three years ago or something like that. I swear to God, it happened last year. No, it did too. not happen. I don't know what you're talking about. It was last year. Jay Jolly was playing like FIFA. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> Dude, Boston right, Scott and Jordan tripping. Howard that got a bunch of work when Miles Sanders went down for no reason. But Pickens, Mac Hines, Justin Tucker go, and uh, and then AFS goes the rookie. I went with uh, Tyrone Davis Price, um, just as a security blanket for Elijah Mitchell maybe and you never know if he With ends up being whatever happens I think he's probably in the next guy up yeah most I'd probably take him over Trey Sermon um in a lot of cases I might go with a uh 
handcuffed for my RB1, but I honestly don't really trust. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor has a true handcuff because... I don't think he does. Naheem Hines really is not going to take a full workload if Taylor goes down. I think think, Hines' uh, value is not significantly changed by Taylor getting hurt. No. Potentially happen. And then... Is Philip Lindsay the is he the running back three there yeah, right now? Actually is, yeah. Yeah, this, the, the, and yeah. They signed, I, uh, I don't see him if he were to receive like a workhorse role, I don't see him doing a ton with it. So yeah. I, like if Taylor were to have like a season ending in- injury, I'd definitely be rostering Lindsay, but even though I don't see him being great, so definitely not worth that right now. I'd rather have this a, a good pick. I'd rather have a San Francisco running back in that system. Yeah, just because you never know if um, they're going to give the lead role to really anybody. Uh, Tyler Higby by James at 13.4. It's a fine pick in the 13th round. He'll probably be a low end tight end one. Higby was pretty solid last year. Was he? Wasn't he like boom bust, I thought? Oh, he. Yeah, I mean, at times, he had pretty low touchdown numbers. Yeah. I, I was thinking about going him over Komet. I just want Komet just because there's, like, no one else besides Mooney in that offense. With Gerald, Gerald Everett out. Yeah. Um, Maybe he had a few games where he had, like, one point, but then he started to have consistently, like, 8 to 10 points every game. Yeah, he's I would a, say, like, solid for, like, tight end standards. He was yeah. startable at points. Yeah, he had a few. Uh, he had a twenty-three point game, so, and then a few like thirteen point games. So Jacoby Myers goes after you, Gunko Koo, and then mm-hmm. Bills defense first defense. Goes so I only have four receivers right now. Um, really? So that has to be the pick right here. Yeah, um, and we're at the point where it's it's just darts. Um, but I've been looking at it for a minute more than a minute, and I don't really like any of the options. But I'm going to go Devontae Parker just as a complete Hail Mary. That's a good dart. Um, he's probably the wide receiver. He's either the wide probably receiver one or two. Could be the wide receiver one if you can stay healthy. Um, you know, he did have a big season in relatively recent memory. He's still relatively young. Injuries have been his biggest issue along with quarterback play and um, the Dolphins uh, kind of just facing him out of that crowded uh, receiver room. Um, so... We'll see. If everything comes together for him in the Patriots, he could be relevant. We'll see. So uh, Landry, Noah Fant, and Trevor Lawrence goes after you. I'm the I like the Landry pick. Yeah, he could. I think he has good potential. It depends on how big a role Olave has this year. And if, yeah, and, and, and what plays. With what, like, yeah, Michael Thomas's deal is. I mean, if he's the wide receiver three, I struggle to see him doing much yeah but if michael thomas doesn't play then he'll probably be a decent ppr option um so i'm back on the, on the clock at 13.12 i'm gonna go if this guy can stay healthy and he has a decent role in the offense he has familiarity with mike mcdaniel um raheem Moster, i think is a solid dart throw pick as a 13 14 turn and then i'm gonna go well I guess I have to go kicker or defense here. It's the last two rounds. I was going to go someone else as a dart throw, but I guess I'll go kicker. Um, I'll go ahead and go. I only have one tight end, dude. Well, at this point, I don't I don't care about tight end. Um, I can just... I can really just dream tight end with this team. Um, so, kicker... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Daniel Carson. Definitely the best kicker this year for me. Um, yeah, good can, pick. I can see him be kicker one. So um, Evan McPherson, Tampa Bay Bucks. And I'm just Brandon gonna, Jesus. you know, all reliable with kickers. I think is taking kickers in a high-powered offense because, you know, I think that just gives him the highest floor. I'm gonna go Tyler Bass, uh, arguably the best pick. offense in the league. Uh, relatively talented player you know 
pretty pretty safe, pretty high upside pick as far as kickers go. So Rondell Moore goes right after you, which is a really good dart throw pick by the CPU. Then Chargers defense and Matt Gay. So James on the clock. Honestly, I might do this just because of Russell Wilson. Yeah, I might um, be a high-powered, high-powered offense. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with this guy. Let's see, number two kicker last year, Nick Folk. He's he was so clutch last year. He's people don't like him for fantasy for some reason. I'd have been dynasty I mean, last year, and he was like really good for me. I did not me. know he was number two. I would prefer I to take not. a. High-powered offense kicker, but none really are available. Dude, he he consistently got me like nine plus. I points think the every I think the Patriots year. consistently getting field goals is a pretty yeah. Safe yeah. Bet. It's hard. It's hard to pinpoint the teams that will consistently get in that range. Um, each year it's usually safer to just pick the uh, teams that you know will score. I find, but. So 49ers, Steelers, Rodrigo Blankenship, and Gus Edwards goes next. So Travis on the clock with his last pick. Um, I'll just go with the Patriots defense. Number two defense last year. They're, um, they're usually I just, undervalued, I think, this year. Usually I go kicker first, and I save my defense for last. I generally end up streaming the defense. Personally, yeah. I don't know about you guys. I did the same thing. Um, I always value kicker over defense. Yeah, defense. Is I think any given year, there's maybe four defenses that you can consistently start. Exactly. Yeah. And it's difficult to predict which four of those are going to be. Yeah. Patriots is usually one of them. Yeah. And the Bills, you can... the Bills was the first one to get in round 13. I'm not overly confident in them being one of those four ish defenses. No. All right. Mm. This is really tough. It's just a defense, bro. I know. Just pick the Cowboys. Yeah, your Cowboys fan. Just pick the Cowboys <laughs> defense, bro. They were number one last year. Because yeah. of Michael Parsons, yeah. And Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is going to suck this year. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. He's a lot of the same amount of yards, but only has like five interceptions. DJ Chark, I love that flyer, too. I was between him and Parker. Dude, the flyer I was um, thinking about... At thirteen point twelve was still on the board. Who was it? MVS. Just as a deep threat in the Chiefs' mm. offense. Yeah, but he'll like score mm. probably like twenty points one week. He also then... got paid like a lot of money for him. Yeah, that was a desperation signing. Three or thirty mil. So um, he might have a big role. I would definitely go home over McCall Hart- McCall Hardman, who Team Seven just took. Yeah, best defense on the board for me is the Saints. Uh, I don't really have much to say there, but so, I will almost definitely end up streaming also. Oh, bro, I was going to go the Commander's defense, just as I'm, I'm a Commander's fan, but Team 11 sniped me. Um, I guess I, I'll go... I'm really high on the Browns defense this year. On whose defense? Browns. Why? They added so much, like, good players. Like, I think their defense stats everywhere. All right, I'm gonna go to the Ravens defense, I guess. Wow, I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's crazy. Your wide receiver five is Juju versus minus Devontae Parker. Yeah, I went super wide receiver heavy. I think you kind of have to at the spot. I disagree. I mean, I I think there's wide receivers I was very very happy with, you know, up until round ten, round round eleven. I'd say Sky Moore was the last guy I was like really targeting. It's just like um, at my spot, but, it's really hard to like. I had to go running backs early. Like I went mm-hmm. three running backs in the top four rounds. In this spot, you're either going running backs early or you're going zero RB. And I decided to go three running backs in the top four rounds. So Terry McLaurin mm-hmm. was my first wide receiver. So I had to stack up on wide receiver options in the mid round. Yeah, that's valid. I don't trust Hollywood or Sutton. 
you know, entirely. Yeah. So having yeah, me different options there is a good move. They're, they're upside. Even picks. even Terry McLaurin, I don't think you can trust as your wide receiver one. Yeah, I, I don't I trust agree. him, but he was the best one on the board at three point twelve, mm-hmm. in my opinion, at least. And I think I think he can be a wide receiver one this year. I think once is he's under he's an average quarterback, and that's the best quarterback Terry McLaurin has had since I in his whole career. I think average is pushing it, but I still agree with your point. No, I I, I think it's I I don't agree with people who say he's under average. People are. I mean, when you of that when, it depends of, if that you define Jack average game. as quarterback sixteen or let's say like you know quarterback thirteen to quarterback I think, eighteen I think range average I think, I think he's, he's like below a, that I think he's like a top twenty quarterback and I think I think he's around twenty yeah and I think like twenty is average I would consider below average I'd consider that below average you know there's thirty two in the league twenty is below average but it's semant it's semantics. Yeah, we, we agree roughly with where he is, yeah. where he's at, where he's at. So yeah, around twenty. But um, I think he's the best quarterback that Terry has ever had, and um, I think Terry's gonna have a little bit um less focus because we kind of loaded up our offense. We're gonna have Curtis Samuel back. We just drafted John mm-hmm. Dawson, who's looking like he's gonna be a lot better yep. than people thought he was gonna be. Logan Thomas back. Yeah, Logan Thomas gonna be back. Um. Antonio Gibson, Jamie McKissick. So I think he's going to be a high-end wide receiver too. We'll see. With wide receiver one upside. I um, love his talent, and I've been super high on him for yeah, I mean, he's ever a, since he's come to the league. He's but a top I've, 10 I've to kind of, wide receiver in real life easily. Yeah, but I agree. It's just it's hard for him to perform fantasy with quarterbacks like he's had. Yeah, it's I've gotten tired of being disappointed by him every year. I agree. Especially last year was he's not going to be on this list this year. And he played every game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I don't even think he, I don't know if he was even a wide receiver too last yeah. year. No, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely taking someone like Jalen Waddle, uh, DK Metcalf, honestly, even Jerry Judy. Honestly, he's just my favorite player in the league, so I'm gonna have bias for him. That's valid, and I I, think I respect has, it. I think he still has the upside. So yeah, I wouldn't deny the upside. I just think there's a lack of safety. I'm just gonna go through everybody's team real quick. Um, so we'll start with AFS, who started with pick three. Um, at quarterback, he's starting Matthew Stafford, and then he's starting Jonathan Taylor. And Elijah Mitchell, a running back. Um, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, Jalen Waddle at the flex, along with Kareem Hunt at the flex. Zachary's the tight end of the benches. Tony Pollard, Christian Watson, Tyler Boyd, Kenneth Gainwell, Davis Prince, Nick Folk, and Patriots defense. Um, James at pick four is starting Russ at quarterback. Najee Harris, Zeke, and Brees Hall. Um, and J.D. McKissick, running back. Debo, Chris Godwin. Devontae Smith, James Williams, and Sky Moore at wide receiver. And then Mike Sicky and Tyler Higby at tight end. Um, Manny at pick eight. At quarterback, he's got Derek Carr. At running back, he's got Aaron Jones, David Monty, Travis Etienne, which I think is a. David Montgomery, Montgomery and Travis Etienne were crazy steals. Um, Jess Jefferson, DJ Moore, Brandy Cooks, Darnell Mooney, Devontae Parker at wide receiver. And. Um, Dawson Knox and David Njoko at tight end. Um, and I, at the one-two turn, had um, Trey Lance and Kirk Cousins at quarterback, Mixon, Swift, James Conner, Darrell Henderson, Raheem Moster at running back, and then Terry, Hollywood Brown, Corden Sutton, Elijah Moore, and Juju at wide receiver. I'm thinking, uh, Your running back core is disgusting. Yeah, I really if like your wide receiver. Core. If your wide receiver two flex and QB situation pan out, Phenomenal team. So, based off of looking at everybody's full team, who do you, who do you think guys think has the best team? Um, I think Travis killed his top four picks, but I'm I'm just so low on Elijah Mitchell, and you know even Cream Hunt. I like Cream Hunt, but there's I just don't think he has any security to his running back two position. I would have went Travis um, Etienne at five point three. I don't know. I think all our teams are pretty even. I think they're yeah, they're pretty even. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I really like my like wide receiver trio I rounded out. Yeah, you're right. Um, early on, but yeah, I agree. The like 
I mean, having Taylor really bolsters the running back group. Yeah, I, I don't know what the um, auto team two was doing, taking Derrick Henry at one point two. I mean, if mm-hmm. you want to take CMC at one point one, I'm not gonna hate you for it. He's. I'm gonna hate you for it. I think that's a terrible pick. I mean, yeah, if, if, he, if he if he's healthy, he's the best running back. I player. think him and Taylor have a cool year, upside, though. and the risk is just not even comparable. Yeah, it's just so Derrick Henry one point two is horrible though. I think the last thing you want when you're picking, you know, in the fir- your first round pick, especially in the front half, is the bust get injured and mm-hmm. Taylor's just the safest option to yeah. protect yourself from that bust while yep. still giving you Absolutely. the numbers. I like I personally would rather have Austin Eckler over CMC, um just yeah. because of the, the safety. I, I agree. I, I don't hate that. I would have, CMC is my 1.02, but honestly, after JT at 1.01, you can go. Yeah, you can go I agree. CMC, it gets pretty Keller, muddy. You can go Naja, you can go Cook. Personally, I'm pretty down on Henry, but if you want to go him at 1.02, I can understand that too. But JT is definitely 1.01. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. So it was fun. That's going to do it for yep. this episode. Um, make sure to hit us up on official TSC pod on Instagram and Twitter, and we'll see y'all in the next episode.